Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, The Last of Us, is doing the rounds every single week at the minute. What's that? What is- Never heard of it. <laughs> It's this uh, a small little indie film that uh, has managed to blow up. Um, yeah, so you know, because of The Last of Us's massive popularity, there's a whole conversation doing the rounds on will we get a Last of Us three, a part three, um, overall. And this was something that started gathering a bit of steam last December. There was a leaker called Viewer Anon who said the next game from Neil Druckmann from Naughty Dog um, is Last of Us Part Three. That sort of went back and forward quite a bit. But very recently, a website called The Leak, brilliant name if you're going to be doing yeah, video it's game leaks, on brand, isn't it? Uh, the Leak website um, looked into it, and according to their sources, it is apparently in progress. So we're hinging this entire thing on you know the leak and what the yeah. leak have to say. Um, but we'll read. I'll read out uh, what they've put out. So our source at Sony, who previously broke the first leak of the PlayStation Five Slim, has doubled down and revealed that it is indeed in the works, at least according to Sony. Internally, Sony has the title slated as in progress with Naughty Dog as the developer, with the game categorized as a PlayStation 5 release with PlayStation 6 in mind, Josh That's Brown. the crazy bit, isn't it? Horrible! Six in- Scott Tilbert, we've only got to a place right now where the PlayStation 5 is about to be readily available. Yeah. I don't want anyone talking about a PlayStation 6 or yeah. a PlayStation 5 Pro. I also <laughs> don't want Naughty Dog being stuck for the whole generation doing well, it The Last of Us. This is where we differ, because you've obviously dragged me on. The biggest Last <laughs> Of Us fan in this building who very Most much does want The Last of Us Part 3 and is very excited by this news, <laughs> doubly so after playing Part 1, yeah. uh, the remake back in last September, in watching the TV show. I'm all in, man. You yeah, are. I'm looking forward to factions, and if this leak is true, I'm all for it. I want to see a PS5 built from the ground up sequel to The Last of Us Part 2 that hopefully rounds out the story and for me I'd want it to complete the trilogy and end it there no Last of Us Part 4 that's when I will be on these videos saying you've done too much Neil too much Jim Um, so yeah speaking speaking of being all in a lot of people are very much all in bringing in some episode numbers from Variety.com as to how the TV show is being performing it's only gotten bigger week on week episode 1 4.7 million episode 2 5.7 million episode 3 6.4 million and very recently episode 4 7.5 million viewers Right. Um, unprecedented, I think, in HBO's history. The main comparison is uh, House of the Dragon, um, which had already started tapering off news at this point, but Last of Us is going very strong. Important to note, by the way, mm. unprecedented in any history. Like, right. even shows that went from strength to strength and built their audience season on season didn't do it episode by episode like this. Mm. You look at The Walking Dead, which had exponential growth from seasons one to seasons uh, five, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, every season jumped in viewers, but it was a lot of people tuning in for the finale, a lot of people tuning in for the uh, premiere and then in the middle it kind of tapered and Uh, came and went. Mm. You know, for instance, you know, the season one finale might have got four million viewers. Then we jumped to season two's premiere and you're up to like six or seven. That's how it worked. It wasn't episode by episode. Mm. This just doesn't happen. People come in, (laughs) they come out, they return for the finale.
finale, and then they, they build up for season two. So, like, these numbers are impressive, and it's not just because I love the show that I'm saying this. Like, it Billy genuinely up. is, like, just something that doesn't really happen in TV, especially today mm-hmm. with the era of streaming and whatnot. Yeah, man, I think, like, looking at, like, episode by episode, I kind of love the pacing overall of how they've been rolling this thing out. Like, I don't think it's necessarily for everyone, but clearly it is blowing up. I'm just too precious. I the original <laughs> video game, and I keep comparing the cutscenes too much. Um, but overall, speaking of what Naughty Dog are able to do, uh, Druckmann himself said that Naughty Dog have gotten bigger uh, very recently. They went from 300 employees to 400 employees, and we know that they do have The Last of Us Factions multiplayer game coming as well, which will have single, well, story-based well, components yeah. to it. I'm um, very curious what the hell that thing is, um, and how much that maybe feels like, you know, you have more story elements that tie in with what Joel and Ellie were doing. Uh, we have no idea, but The Last of Us Factions is their multiplayer component, but with some sort of story-based thing too. Um, there's also a rumor during the rounds that they have a new IP or something else in the works as well, and they said they're moving on from Uncharted. They just said they're overall going forward. Um, it doesn't seem like Uncharted's on their radar anymore. So, interesting times at Naughty Dog High. It really is, and you know what, right? As, for as much as I am looking forward to the factions and The Last of Us Part 3, mm. That's a lot of Last of Us in a it short is. period of time, and I do certainly acknowledge that. It does mean, like you said, it ties Naughty Dog down to one franchise for well over a decade, you know, with the exception of Uncharted 4 coming out between The Last of Us Part 1 yes. and Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like a long time for them to spend on one franchise. A lot of releases if we're going from Factions to Part 3, and that's the only part where I worry about fatigue potentially mm-hmm. setting in, because part of the joy of Part 2 for me, was that it was a hell of a long wait from the original game to that sequel. You know, there was a seven-year wait, seven years of anticipation. Yeah. And while there might be that same gulf for part two and part three, we've had the TV show between them, we've had the remake between them, we've had factions that will come out between them. However, I do want to say that with Naughty Dog, you know, bolstering their numbers of employees from 300 to 400, mm-hmm. that, to me, indicates that they're going to be working on multiple things at the same time, kind of like when they made The Last of Us Part 2, sorry, Part 1, uh-huh. and had um, Uncharted 3 in development True. Uh, concurrently. I'm really hoping that they do almost like what Obsidian are doing over with uh, Microsoft slash Xbox, where you have the big games coming, like Obsidian have Avowed coming, but they manage to put out smaller titles as well, things like Pentiment or whatever. I just want, I just want a variety of titles from Naughty Dog. I don't know how personal how much that's shared by how much that's a sentiment shared by other people um, but I think it's just thinking about release calendars of something like the 2000s or the early 2010s where you would get more from a Naughty Dog from a Rockstar and I'm just curious what those teams have to offer like I remember when Journey blew up and then their art designer went and made Abzu and it's just like a little side thing and it's just like can we get a little small project even Ubisoft did Child of Light and Valiant Hearts um, and I just kind of wonder you know could you get smaller titles that are designed to be completed over like 6 to 8 hours or something something like Season that just dropped on Playstation yes. um, something like that could have come from a Naughty Dog for example um, and I'm curious about that. But in terms of part three, um, as much as I'm you know, aware of the franchising of us, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt at some point. <laughs> um, I do want a part three. I don't know where a lot of people sit in terms of where the story ended in part two, but I do feel like that was a very good middle chapter. I do feel like you kind of could round that out and do another installment, give Ellie an actual ending, and then do something that makes it feel like a specific trilogy um, that is all about Ellie. I think if you start viewing The Last of Us as being more about Ellie, then you clearly need that final part. Mm. Like It obviously was Joel's story kind of thing in the first one, but it very much transitioned over and like I said there's an argument to be made that even part one is all about Ellie too um, but I just feel like it needs that final installment to title to Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Scott Telford, I have a theory about why they might be greenlighting a part three earlier than they would have. Is it money? In, 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 well, well, money always helps, doesn't it? Money always helps. Jim is looking for more money. Uh, no. Just the money, man. I know this isn't how really how video game development works, right. but I'm looking at the success of the show, and I'm looking at what the showrunners, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, are saying about it, talking about how you know part uh, the first season is just going to cover the first game. Yes. They're going to adapt part two, but that might take a few seasons rather than just one, because it's a bigger game and how they have said that they're not going to get into a same in, into the same situation as Game of Thrones where they run out of material and are adapting you know storyboards that Neil yeah. might have at Naughty Dog HQ I think that by the time the end of season two comes around or part two's adaptation comes around whether that's two seasons or more uh, Naughty Dog will have enough time to have made a part three get it either close to the finish line or actually out. Mm. So then, by the time we catch up with the games, we'll have a new game right there <laughs> to then jump into a season four or a season five and adapt that way so we don't get a Game of Thrones situation and it gives mm. Naughty Dog and Sony and Neil Druckmann an incentive to prioritize it right now rather than introduce a new IP or yeah. return to a smaller game. I imagine if they're doing... The thing that's fascinating is the idea of, you know, you have Last of Us Part 1, 2013, blew up, massive deal, there's the whole thing, if you look into the making of that game, that they didn't 
expect it to go so big. There was a lot of different parts of that game, and they were just sort of like added as the thing came together. There were various different endings that they were going to have, different storylines and everything else. It blows the F up. It becomes this massive, massive deal and almost redefines what Naughty Dog are. And then when you go into part two, I just don't buy that they planned that back in 2013. Like, oh, you know, no. The more you read about part one, I just don't feel like they thought past that initial game. But now it's so big, and now there's their TV show, and obviously Druckmann is going between the video game, you know, creative director, and now he's over on the TV show, making sure that's all correct as well. Is it that thing where he starts going like, okay, let me plan part three, and I'm also aware of a TV universe. Let me try yeah. and unify those things together um, and try and make all those things like one big defined storyline. And it's just this, it's kind of fascinating. I think that that's like a hell of a challenge. I don't think anyone's ever really tried that before. Like final rounding out an original source materials arc um, and then trying to finish the adaptation or at least factor those you know storyboards in. Kind of. I think, right, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's what happened with the Scott Pilgrim comics and the Scott Pilgrim <laughs> um, movie. Deep Paul. I'm pretty sure that when that movie was in production, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, the writer of the original yeah. um, books, was still working on the ending and they were uh... kind of like conversing as they went and ultimately the books and the movie went into different directions right, uh, okay. in terms of how they wrapped up that story, mm -hmm. in terms of the specific events anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that happened there, but obviously, you know, for as difficult as writing a book like that is, mm -hmm. game development is, you know, considerably harder because there's so many more things that you have to worry about, so many more people that you have to get aligned, mm. all of that jazz. It's going to be a monumental undertaking yeah. if you do try to mesh the two worlds together. I mean, look at George R. R. Martin, right? He's been writing that book for, like, my entire life. <laughs> and, and, you know, right, again, writing a book is very hard, but, you know... So is video game development. So is video game development. That's the thing. I imagine if you know Neil Druckmann goes forward with whatever The Last of Us Part Three is. I mean, they already said there's an outline. They sketched out an outline for the game. Um, this was like I think it was last year or the year before. There's yeah. always vague conversations going around. You know, whenever he's asked about The Last of Us Part Three, it's always like, okay, we have an outline, something we might do or whatever. Um, I imagine they would have to get at least that finalized. I know video game development, as levels come together, as every other part of a game comes together, it can affect what that original idea was. Um, but there is just that idea of trying to chase the thing that is sketched out and then that becomes the TV show that gets finalized faster I just the, the, all the schedules are so all over the place but I guess at the heart of it is this idea of whatever the next step is after the second installment I think we've seen though with the adaptation of the first game to the TV show like the way that the writers are approaching the source material mm. is to actually excise a lot of the stuff that we would associate with the video game like the levels like the combat mm. encounters of course there are some mm. but I think even Craig Mazin said like 90% of the action and the gameplay has been removed so they're just taking in the core of the story more or less even yeah. remixing some of that and I think you know if you had like a basic outline or you know kind of like the general game lockdown but of course things are going to change like enemy placement or mm. you know like certain levels and the way they look that would be enough for them to run with just Probably, in terms of what yeah. they need as a TV show compared mm. to what you need as a game yeah and I think well the thing is like for me the strongest parts of the show have been the deviations like obviously the Bill and Frank episode I quite like the idea of the plugging the caffeine stuff into the latest episode I want them the most expansive stuff you can do if it's done confidently enough so this might actually free all that stuff up and they can just you know here's some gaps to fill but you need to get back to here eventually and then the show just does all that stuff and then fills it out kind of thing and then we see whatever the game version is going forward or none of this stuff's going to happen for the next few years <laughs> if it even happens at, at all um, but it does feel like The Last of Us is an absolute behemoth right now um, very much coming into its own as a wider IP and the fact that the TV show has built week on week um, like you said before like, is unprecedented so there is something that will be happening here um, I believe anyway I feel like someone like Jim Ryan's just like do you mind doing another one knocking on the door can you just do another He's one like, guys please I think you got something this game called The Last of Us <laughs> I think it might be alright Tips little heart. let me tell you son and, uh, so yeah but let's know what you think down in the comments below do you want The Last of Us Part 3 what do you think of the TV show so far and how should those storylines interconnect if at all for now I've been Scott from Oculture.com I've been Josh from 
Avocado.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.